Okay, right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to. Uh, is it episode four, or episode five? Welcome to episode four. Welcome to episode five <laughs> of Freelance and Fucked. We're back, baby. How are you doing, Joe? You okay? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well. Just got back off holiday. Um, so yeah, just getting back into the swing of things. Really, I try not to to work too much out there, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Nice to have a break. Did you did you do work on holiday? Uh, a little bit. A little oh, bit. I tried not to do too much, but just little bits and bobs. Just a bit of thought leadership at 7am <laughs> in the pool. Just a bit of blue sky thinking, you know, but there was no better place for it. Oh, um, jolly good. Yeah. Did you have a lovely time? Do you feel rested? I do feel rested. Yeah, I feel I feel like I just need to get back in, back in the swing. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's what's happening this weekend. We've had the bank holiday weekend and uh, yeah, um, but we're, you know, we're back up and running pretty much and here we are. We're fighting fit, I'd say. Would you say that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> pretty much. We're fighting semi-fit, I suppose. Um, <laughs> now, do you mind me saying, you recently, you don't have to go into details, but you recently were in New York for work, were you New not? New York, I'm walking here. Well, this is actually brings me on to the point. I've got a list of things that I just want to run by you to know if they happened while she's in New York. Okay, okay? all right. A couple of things. Uh, d- number one, did you have a cup of joe? Or, as they say, a coffee? <laughs> a hot java? <laughs> um, did anybody say, not... let's get a cup of joe in here? No, no, no one said that. Mm. But I, I kind of, um, yeah, I did. I did have a coffee, but it was really hot when I went. There was a heat wave, so right. I had an ice joe. Nice, an ice joe. Um, next one, did you go to a bodega? What's that? It's like a convenience shop. I just hear people say it in New York things, and I go, "Oh, that sounds exotic." And I think no. it's just like McCall's. Uh, a bodega? No, I went to a um, uh, what's it called? What's the pharmacist? It's like Walgreens. Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens. I went to Walgreens, right, and all their beers were like locked away in a fridge. Oh yeah, because you have to go to the liquor store. Yeah, they, they were very they're very particular about buying beer now. Okay. and stuff like that but yeah um go on carry on uh did you see steam coming out of a manhole cover that's no oh, i wish i did uh did you have a pizza pie let's get a slice of pie yeah i did i went to oh. um, oh. i had a i had a couple um and that they have like a deep pan mm. pretty much everywhere there uh, and it's not the best. It's not bread. Yeah, I don't like deep pan. It's not. Yeah, it's not bread. And it's really soggy. Mm. But the one shop I did go to, it had some really weird. Like you know, when they have the celebrities all on the wall. Yeah. And they had like Stephen Merchant, like some like some other celebrities. There were sort of like B list maybe. Yeah. And yeah, then just yeah. randomly Kim Kardashian. Was oh. there. Did so you was like, did you get a pick? Are you on the wall? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, they weren't fans of the pod. Oh. So, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll reach out there. Okay, it's part of our plan. Uh, did you have a bagel? Oh yeah, oh, I had nice. a black seed bagel. It's called black nice. seed bagel. Amazing. Okay, I'm quite jealous of that. Uh, this one's a bit basic, but did you go to Fifth Avenue? Where's that? I don't know. I just always hear it said on Friends, and I think that sounds exotic. Um, nah, I think that's. It's weird how it works. It's just like. Yeah, fifth. But I was like on like I was on like twenty ninth, and then I went downtown. So I, I, went to... I love it on when people say stuff like, 
it's on like 29th and Lexus. And yeah. I think, cool. Well, I was thinking about where the miracle was. It was mm. like 32nd Street or something. One of them. One yeah. of the streets for Christmas. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I was thinking where the miracle was. <laughs> hey, mate, where did the miracle happen around here, eh? I don't yeah. know if that's New York. I'd say um, I had a, uh, a Chick-fil-A. No. No, was it a Chick-fil-A? No, it was a Chipotle. I had yes. a Chipotle, uh, which is basically Subway, but for like tacos and oh, stuff. Wowzers. Which was actually really good, but I was so out of my depth. I needed help. I was, I was, I had like an American friend who was like tour guiding. Nice. So he kind of helped me with that whole situation because I get flustered in Subway anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then this is like Subway on steroids. Um. But then what else? I had a taco, like my first official taco was like yeah. in the street outside a pub. They were just giving them away for free. Little mini oh, nice. tacos. They fried them and dipped them. And it was like so good. Mm. And what uh, else? Two more things. Go on. Um, number one, um, did you go to Times Square and shut your eyes and spin around as if you're like having a dream? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, Abby kept saying I should go to Times Square. Mm. Um, I couldn't be bothered. I, I went to, I walked to Central Park, which ended up being like an hour walk. It's not that far, but you have to stop and cross the road every like five seconds. Yeah. It took like an hour. Um, And I got on the Metro. Nice. I got, or the subway. Yeah. Whatever it is. I, oh, the subway. Hey, yo. I was so lost. What uh, time's the next train coming on the subway? <laughs> I was like stood there with my ticket. Mm. No, I was like looking at signs, looking where to go. And someone was like, do you need to be swiped in? Or like, mm. hey, d- hey, do you need to be swiped in? Hey, motherfucker. Hey, I'm walking here. You want me to swipe? Anyone got to swipe for this guy? Hey, yo. Hey, this bozo needs a swipe. <laughs> All that shit. And um, did you yeah. he- Did you hear anybody say bozo? No. Oh. I mean, it was probably me saying it. Like, hey, bozo. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you a day in the life. I sort of left the house, mm. flat Airbnb. Uh, walked, I didn't know where to go, I was just walking in a direction towards Central Park because I wanted to see the zoo and all the buildings and where um, Home Alone Hotel happened yeah. and all that. I walked past um, a group of protesters. Okay. I don't know what they were protesting, but I gave them a nod. Nice. Probably yeah. Solidarity. Yeah. They're just like, it's fair play. And then shortly after, I walked past and the police had like blocked off this whole road or mm. like one of the blocks. Yes. They'd, Blocked off the block. Blocked off the block, yeah. And I went up to the police officer and I said, mm. Hello, sir. What's going on? Why are you blocked this off? Is there a film happening? I just want to see if not Tom Cruise was there or something. Yeah. And he went, No, it's just Donald Trump's building is uh, there. And I was like, Okay. And then walked on. This bozo. And there was a lot of, um, how to describe, how would I describe it? Uh, people maybe heavily under the influence of class A drugs shouting at people. Nice. Uh, so you got a mix of everything, really. Uh, it's okay. quite refreshing. <laughs> That's yeah. New York, baby. It's New York. Um, final thing, but uh, this could be America in general. Did anybody say, like, I, I love your British accent? Um, no, you know what? No. Oh, really? No, I, maybe... I think one person thought I was Australian. Uh. Um I think the Brummy Twang does do that. Yeah. So I was like, hey, are you Australian? <laughs> I was like, hey, Bozo, are you Australian out of here? <laughs> hey, what are you doing over here? No, but yeah, unfortunately not. I think people probably <laughs> thought it. They probably thought, I, I imagine, you know, people were like, oh, what a great, lovely accent. Mm. And what a handsome man. But they mm. just didn't, were too shy to say it. Probably. Yeah, that's what, that's the, that's the lie I think I've been told about America that 
they'll all say, wow, I love your accent. <laughs> they yeah. probably just before, don't. <laughs> before I went, Abby was like, you're going to be approached by so many girls. They're going to be like, oh my God, he's so British. And I was like, oh no. And uh, no, it didn't happen. Not once. <laughs> Not once. Just people. It would have happened, but it would have been nice to just. Just people oh. on heroin shouting at you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take <laughs> it. Hey, stop it. Stop I'll it. I'll take it. Ah, uh, well, that's Joe's uh, New York adventure. It does sound thrilling. I did, would like to go, especially for work. And I, I, I'd like to have like AirPods in and just kind of like, walk around and be like, yeah, I'm New Yorker. Yeah, I I did. I should have probably done more with it. I, I should have done the whole cutscene from Elf where he's like crossing the road and like yeah. getting the chewing gum off the thing mm. and all that stuff and going into the best coffee shop in the world and be like, you did it, guys. You did it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go to those actual places or that actual shop if it exists. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, next time. Well, jolly good. When uh, we're on tour, hey? When we do our New York, <laughs> when our North American tour. <laughs> We go to uh, Boston and uh, Chicago and Dallas, Dallas, Texas. That, yeah, I don't know. All right, but yeah, yep. what a work, work. What's going on? <laughs> well, um, in the wonderful world of traveling, I wanted to have a little chat about uh, a new favorite topic of mine: uh, digital nomading, Ooh. which is a bit of a LinkedIn favorite, but also flexible working in general. So, uh, saw something on LinkedIn the other week that said that um, fully remote roles have risen by twenty-one percent, apparently, and uh, uh, more than three hundred and ten thousand job searches show that more people are looking for flexible working, working from home, and there's like countless people. Oh my God, my visa. I'm stuck in New York accent now. Oh my God, my visa's been accepted. I'm going to go and work in, um, I don't know, Portugal as a digital nomad. So, Joe, I wanted to ask you a big question, dot, 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 pause for effect. Is office working dead? <laughs> Is it dead? What do you reckon, baby? Hmm. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> Back yes, to New York. <laughs> Finish it. Stop the office. No, it's um, yeah, it's definitely changed. You know, I think the whole um, businesses really want people to to be in the office all the time just so they can keep an eye on them, right? And mm. I think it is a good idea, you know, to sort of do. But I think there's just more opportunities now for people who want to do the whole digital nomad thing. I think if you're like part of a business and stuff, you should probably expect to like at least going like once a week or something for mm. them to check up on you and just be like, Oh, culture and that. But culture is a whole different conversation I can have. I think culture is absolutely bullshit. Um, but we can talk, we can touch on that later. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I think if you, you know, if you work for yourself and stuff, then, then yeah. Um, if you're working for a company, it's like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I don't know what I'd find where they'd be happy with me. Never ever seeing them in person. Yeah. But I guess if you're like really skilled and they really want you, it can happen. I just wouldn't be like, I probably wouldn't like full on expect it. Mm. I think, yeah. I think it depends maybe what your like job actually is. If you've got like really technical, I don't know, like coding yeah. or something, then maybe that there is like very, you know, if you work very independently, just being fully remote probably makes loads of sense. But I don't know if you've got any job that requires in any way like communication or I don't know, creative or whatever. It would be weird to be completely at home all of the time. I think I'd get a bit uh, cabin fever, you know. Yeah, I think as well. It's like based on how how easy it is to measure what you're doing mm. as well. Because like, yeah, I mean, like the long and short of it is like 
they need to be able to see that you're doing work, you yeah. know. And there's there's like as much as it's it's good, like working from home and everything, and like all the time. If you put yourself in the shoes of like an actual employer, if they ain't got a clue what you're even up to, it's it's kind of difficult. And mm. I think like that's why they always want you in the office. I think now like the hybrid thing is pretty much standard, right? Yeah, like definitely. pretty much everywhere you go in this industry anyway, and like creative or whatever, like they're like, okay, take two days. And I think it's nice and flexible because then you can have like Monday, you ain't got to like leave the house, maybe mm-hmm. Friday or Wednesday, you break the week up a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think like fully, fully remote, it's probably just something like where it could be, for example, a freelancer where it's like maybe editing mm-hmm. um, or like you're just basically doing the same thing every day. You're cracking on. You don't really need to collaborate that much, mm. but yeah and what um, about nomading though well this is it because yeah. like i've seen there's loads of countries now are like increasingly offering these visas because obviously for their you know uh like um economy tourism tax economy that sort of stuff it's like a, a big boom but i do wonder so you see loads of stuff go viral on linkedin don't you of like oh, today i work from the beach or you know like when i first went digital nomading i was nervous and it's been this and the other but i wonder i would quite like to know and like what is the reality like is it like you know you're just kind of chilling you're waking up by the pool you're on the laptop then you're checking in going for a little walk around a i don't know around some beautiful scenery or something or is it quite stressful i don't know i'd feel quite detached i think but then I, i've never I, done it I, I mean i i think i'd probably i'd probably enjoy it i don't know i don't know if it'd be too much like in terms of a permanent change i think it'd be a bit too much like i think where i am in my life and you know the dogs and everything it's not really something i can mm. do um but you know i think i'd probably enjoy it uh you know maybe if i was like single or whatever and like didn't have any responsibilities and weren't too bothered about seeing my family and this that and the other i think it would be you know good in that sense because you can sort of you can still just do your work day and you don't have to be yeah. on the beach or by the pool mm. but the fact you've got that for after or you can go on your lunch and go for a stroll in the sun or Mm. or whatever i think it's good and there's a lot of places that have just an an incredibly low cost of living yeah like i've got a mate who's um sort of doing the digital nomad thing he's in uh vietnam and it's like incredibly cheap i couldn't live there because it's like Mm. have you ever seen the videos of um like the roads in vietnam everyone's on scooters yeah and there's like 20 lanes and, and <laughs> yeah. like if you just just google someone trying to cross the road in vietnam <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. absolutely crazy and i don't like busy places at the best of times <laughs> yeah. so probably not for me mm. but yeah like I, I i do like the idea of being able to go anywhere and like work from there but i'm probably kind of i'm i'm a bit older now i think if it was this was all happening when i was a bit younger probably mm. but i'm very much like at peace i just want to go live in the hills i'm doing digital nomading in England, <laughs> <laughs> in my living room. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just move slightly more north. <laughs> yeah, no, it is cool. I think I saw this. Uh, somebody posted, um, uh, and this is a bit wanky, but I, but this is a bit of a taste. <laughs> he said, "A digital nomad life is bittersweet." I'm also a traveller who loves getting lost in new cities like Milan. I get to eat delicious food. I get to witness the rich history and culture. I get to make new friends at co-working spaces, all while running my business remotely from a beautiful city. Um, but, you know, I think sometimes I shouldn't always be so cynical. I think fair play. Why yeah. the fuck not, eh? Yeah, I think it's great. You know, it's, yeah, you know, slightly wanky, but it's uh, it's nice. It is nice. I, yeah, I, I think for me, 
there's the, there might be a new term. You know when people create new terms like solo entrepreneur and all oh, that yeah. sort of stuff. There's going to be one where it's like sort of kind of a digital nomad where it's you've just moved away from the city. Because yeah. you know where everyone has like say in the UK, you've you've got to be in London or Manchester like for these big jobs and yep. stuff. But now like if you don't like the city, you can sort of you can countryside mad country mad <laughs> i mean be? it's got legs i need a bit of workshop <laughs> yeah like let's look at this uh, countryside sub- sub- suburban hmm. rural hold on R- maybe something with rural rural remote <laughs> Remoral. Remoral. Oh, that sounds kind of like a remoral work. (laughs) (laughs) Memorial. Yeah, we'll put it on ice for now. Let us know. If you're a digital nomad um, and you're planning a big move, we'd love to know where and we'd love to know why. So please send us in a letter and we'll be grateful send us a postcard send us a postcard answers on the postcard um so uh, talking of that linkedin post i've got a couple of absolute gems that have cropped up lately whilst you're away can i ask you a very 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 important question yeah did at any point you log on to linkedin uh, you know I did. Oh, Joe, you Joe, know Joe. I did. Because I've, I've, I've done you a kipper. <laughs> You've done me. You've done me. I will find it actually, because mm. uh, it was actually on my first day. And you know, when you get in the habit of waking up and be like, "Oh, what shall I?" Oh, and you just even without thinking, it's so bad. But without even thinking, I'm just on LinkedIn, and I'm like, mm. "Oh, what am I doing?" Um, let me find it for you. Right. I'll just quickly see. Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, is one of the most captivating and inspiring entrepreneurs and speakers I've seen. Last week, I spoke in front of thousands of marketers, and the night before I went to YouTube and analysed what it is he does when he presents on stage a new Apple update. Here's what I learned. He walks on stage and says nothing. <laughs> That's not the end of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the speech over. Fuck! Whoa. He always starts with a built statement. He compares what's going on. I took these three or four points and replicated them. I left a silence. I made a statement. I compared what's happening now versus what's coming. And I used the words. I used the word magic. (laughs) I got told it was one of the best talks of the conference. Received 380 messages directly because of it. I'm a good storyteller. It's probably what I do best. But these small changes changed everything for me. That wasn't even that bad. It's pretty bad though, isn't it? I suppose. I left a silence. Maybe because they didn't know it was over. Oh, uh. <laughs> <What day? laughs> I mean that's a, not a holiday for anybody. Also, can I just can I just make a note as well? Mm-hmm. There seems to be like a new meta going around of um, screenshotting a random quote in notes, yeah, and uh, that posting it. It seems to be like a new way to copy things but make it your own. And put your uh, your at underneath, <laughs> even though it's coming from your account. <laughs> with that at, it's just to confirm that this is from me. It's not from somebody else. Yeah, I <laughs> just wonder on this whole thing. At what point did everybody become an expert? Uh, right? Everyone is an expert, and also, like, if we're talking like Inception here, everyone with a podcast, everyone's got a fucking podcast I now. I mean, and everyone's an what expert. Are we on about, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these cunts with podcasts. It's like um have you seen have you seen the have you seen the new sort of TikTok trend going around at the minute where it's like um your like POV yeah, someone's yeah, on yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucking good. Fuck we em. just need 
we need a clip for TikTok that's like extremely bait. Yeah. And that we're like, we're just like, we could just clip for TikTok where we just get hammered, <laughs> hounded, and think like we're absolutely experts on things like, hey, let me, what, what could it be about? <laughs> like, people love doing stuff at the moment of like seven figure. You know, oh. I, I've analysed uh, 50 of the top seven figure uh, leaders and I've found that the most important thing they do every day is dot, 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 mm. that thing, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, his... Yeah. But if you couldn't get a job, what would you mm. do? First thing I would do if I didn't have a job is I would sell everything that I own, mm. Okay. Because I think too much clutter, too much excess stuff reduces capacity for thought, for planning, for strategy. So I'd sell everything. I'd sell my clothes. I'd sell my uh, things in my house. I'd be naked. But and you'd then stay in your house. I'd stay right. in my house. I wouldn't sell my house. Um, I, I'd sell everything because, Joe, nothing's better to start from than a blank canvas. Would you sell all your laptop as well um yeah i'd sell that as well and then i'd go outside wearing no clothes <laughs> and <I'd... laughs> this is serious and i would ask the first person i come across do i look like a guy who's employable <laughs> and i guarantee that will show commitment it will show passion mm. and they'll probably offer me a job right there that's inspiring. I'm not sure it's gonna work. Hold on. <laughs> no, but seriously, have you seen the fucking have you seen the guy who was like about the books? Yeah. yeah. If I was um if I you know, he's like if I was homeless, I wouldn't ask for food. I'd ask for books. Yeah, I know. What a fucking How fucking is. out of touch can you be? Like <laughs> like what an idiot. Th- is there anything that shows like privilege more than that? I know. They're just like you're just not putting yourself in the shoes whatsoever. Like, okay, why why is that person in that position and stuff? Yeah. No, I'd um I'd ask for books. Maybe in your current state of mind and your current yeah. state of living, if you went out for like a day and then s- soon enough you'd be asking for fucking food, man. I know, I know, I know. And on such notes, um, I've got another few to uh, to run by you. Just a couple I've picked up in, mm-hmm. uh, since last time we met. Uh, kicking off, I am so fucking successful. Wow. Space, 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 space. That's what people keep telling me lately. And yes, I do feel in a great flow at the moment, but I have <laughs> to be really honest. I've been grafting in my career for as, for as long as I can remember. I went to lunchtime classes at school to make sure I smashed my exams. I worked internships during the summers of my university degree. I've been doing passion projects alongside my full-time job since I started in the big world of work. I've let friends go. I've sacrificed nights out. I've forfeited relationships. I've proactively found mentors to guide me. And I've reworked my portfolio more times than Boris changed his mind in lockdown. The difference is that now I'm very vocal about it. But being successful is not an end goal of mine. It's not a salary or a job title. Success, for me, is a lifestyle. (laughs) It's my mindset. It's literally a matter of showing up day after day after day until there aren't many days left. (laughs) Don't know what that means. (laughs) Can good girls finish first? Yeah, I reckon they can. (laughs) What does success mean to you? Joe, do you agree that success is uh, a lifestyle and it's a mindset? I think it is for a lot of people. Um, I think it's 
I think some people just get so obsessed with success that it just takes over everything. I'm just thinking, like, imagine being with someone like that. How wow. insufferable. Like, can you ask for me? <laughs> just come home. It's a lifestyle. I sacrifice. <laughs> do you want to go for do you want to go for dinner, darling? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I've got a book to read. I'm not going for dinner unless we're eating a big pile of success. <laughs> what a load of fucking bollocks. That's what people have been telling me lately. And yes, I do feel like I'm in a great flow at the moment. Oh, come on. I only eat at client meetings. <laughs> Taking clients out for lunch. Talking business. Business. I'll have a double helping of business. <laughs> um, next on my list, my wife and I recently started a monthly check-in ritual. It's been incredible for our relationship. The Life Dinner. I first came across the concept of the Life Dinner for an entrepreneur, Brad Field. The idea is simple. A fixed monthly date to sit down for a meal with your partner to reflect on personal, professional and relationship progress, challenges and goals. Over time, your life becomes increasingly hectic. I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit. A few specifics for conducting your own Life Dinner ritual. Set a recurring monthly date. Pick a favourite spot. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Pick a favourite spot, explore a new place, or cook a meal at home. If you don't have time for a meal, do it over a coffee or drink. Make it a sacred monthly ritual. Three areas to cover in discussion. Personal, professional, and relationship. Within each area, each person should have the floor to reflect on the prior month's progress and challenges, (laughs) as well as forward-looking goals. After each person has their time, you can discuss key items as a team. I'm not going to go into rest, but trust me, it keeps going longer and longer. So breaking down in true LinkedIn, everything can be optimized. Everything can be a fucking carousel post. <laughs> a relationship. I mean, is that is that good? I think the, 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 the thing is, right, the wires get crossed so much. And, and you, I think it's very important to not make it as if it's a fucking monthly review. Mm. Um <laughs> You know, trying to ask for a promotion. Oh, I can't, do you reckon I can go out with the lads this month or something like that? It's, it's. But I mean, if that's how you want to do it, and yeah. your mindset is like fucking LinkedIn twenty four seven, then right. fine. I think. I mean, in terms of relationship, communication is is great. And if that's the way you want to communicate, I think it's probably better than not communicating at all. I'm probably more in support of it than not. Mm. Um, because otherwise you just then I mean if your thing is if you're gonna be with someone for like thirty, forty years and you never communicate, it's it's bizarre. Like you're just gonna end up hating each other. But um this is like the total fucking flip side of it, where it's like, right guys, every month you've got a little form, yeah. you got the little smiley faces on it, like you just put a star on this one or just colour in the smiley face that you feel today. <laughs> yeah. uh, my performance in bed's just right there. Uh, you just <laughs> let me know. Uh, anyway, if you're doing any better, uh please do just you know. The Friday I was, you know, I just had too much drink and, you know, that it doesn't usually happen. Uh, darling, did you get the feedback form I emailed you <laughs> last week? <laughs> no, nope, fine. Okay, let's take 15. Let's fill that in. Okay. Hi, Um, just chasing up on the um the, the, the feedback from the in-scores uh, the other week. Um, just, yeah, just wanted some, you know, just general, quick general pointers. Yeah, yeah, quick I've pointers put together this spreadsheet of our times in bed here. As you can see, there has been a decreasing uh, six-month trend. Yeah, I mean, uh, the KPI is uh, it's a clear, you know, three times <laughs> here. You know, we're looking for a kind of get the average up and, uh, you know, there's still time in the quarter left. So let's see what we can do. Yeah, let's really, let's really pull together. And let's have a good forward. Q2. Yeah. Okay, look forward to Q3. <laughs>
Oh, come yeah, on, man. I don't know. If that helps you, you know, have a happy marriage, happy relationship, then yeah, have you know, your the review. The thing is, though, like, you don't have to share absolutely everything. And, and it's just so, it's just all blended together into one yeah. where everything's work, your relationships work. And while that may kind of be a positive, in a sense, like, just keep, like, work-life balance. There's a whole thing, right? But it's starting to become especially with people on LinkedIn, like everything's content, everything's work. Like here, like I had a bad experience in bed last night. I'm going to post on LinkedIn about it and see how it relates to my business. You know, like just something, just keep, you know, I know you're giving advice, but it's like every day, it's like, how can I come up with new content to get some likes on LinkedIn? This is what I think is bad though. You see a lot of people saying like, oh, what you need to do is post every day or this, something because that's why you just end up with crap. Yes, it's quantity over quality yeah. at the end of the day and it's just usually a fucking selfie and it's like i mean some of them i've seen they don't even have a point now no it's like you will succeed and it's just a selfie that's one i saw earlier a couple more <laughs> 7 a.m meeting to start the day at business name what do you think and this was on a monday i saw this what do you think about a 7 a.m meeting on that's a monday early. Yeah. I mean, on any day, but on a Monday, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And I mean, it was the selfie of them in the meeting. I did think, come on, you're doing that for LinkedIn, seven a.m. That's well, but that's not even good for like who, what, what industry is it? An agency? Um, we can bleep this if you want. It's our mate uh, Joseph Valante, the uh, um, apprentice guy. And is it like what a company? Like they've got employees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah um, I think they do. Um, like business selling for tradespeople or something, but yeah, so there's there's people there, but in the in the meeting at seven a.m. Come I on. mean, who's really paying it that much attention? It's probably like guys, you know, our best hours are the morning hours. Let's get all our meetings in between six a.m. and nine, <laughs> yeah. and then the rest we're fine. I don't know, man. It's, yeah, that's fucking weird. I know, not good. Um, right. This morning, I spotted a post where um, there was uh, a lady and she's at a bowling alley and she like throws the ball off and it goes down the wrong way and then it comes back and then she's able to do it. So this guy turned that into a post. Tell me life is full of second chances without actually telling me. Guilty. I used to be the type of person who was afraid to take risks, to try new things. I was happier in the shadows and firmly firmly, firmly stationed in my comfort zone. But life has a mean right arm and it can deliver a fastball when we least expect it. <laughs> the instinct, of course, is to duck it altogether. I ducked a lot in my teens. I think we all did, darling. I ducked every chance I got. I ducked morning, noon and night. But one day I gave my head a good wobble. I remembered life is too damn short to play it safe all the time. I grabbed hold of my bat, held it tightly and smashed those balls out the park. Just like that, I discovered that I was capable of things I never thought possible. Um... Last bit was um, make sure you grab life by the ball like the lady in the vid, <laughs> which I'm not sure is like... Uh, that should have been the hook. I'm not sure as sentences go. Um, but again, coming back to the point, everything is content, Joe, you know? Yeah. that We need to do this challenge of like a week of just bullshit posts, mm. but not satire, like just trying our best to be as hmm, let's just take a picture of that plant and yep. show how that means business you know that plant was once a piece of plastic it never thought it could be a plant really yeah but it did <laughs> yeah. you know what does that tell you you can be whatever you want to be <laughs> oh you're a piece of plastic you can't grow you can't be organic life look at it, it looks pretty damn close 
I've got a yeah, LinkedIn or live for you. Okay. Okay. Um, last Saturday I met Dion Dublin. No, that was a joke. That was a callback to last <laughs> one. Right. Okay. Um, see if do you think this is legit or if this is made up. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. What do you reckon? Uh, true. Yeah, that was LinkedIn. True. That was true. And this person uh, quoted, put their name underneath that post. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. It's quite a, uh, it's quite a bleak, uh, I wouldn't really say it's quite um, uplifting. Yeah, it's kind of bleak for a... You know, first <laughs> for a day Tuesday back. afternoon. For, yeah, Tuesday. Oh, great! Um, uh, yeah, how do we make money while we sleep? Uh, we could live stream on TikTok. Nice. Sleeping. Set, you know, donate money. Sends an alarm off. You could. Um, I'm sure there's some like uh, voyeurism OnlyFans accounts out there. You know, I'll, I'll, sleeping. Yeah, there's gotta be. I think. There's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Hmm. Who'd pay for that? <laughs> There's got to be, hasn't there? I mean, you could. What could you do? Passive income. I guess it's all to do with passive income and investments, right? But I don't know. It's just make so wanky, passive isn't it? income. I make money while I sleep in my Halifax ISA. Point <laughs> yeah. one penny a day. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, last one, and this is going to bring me on to uh, my next topic. Aim to be known for one thing. When somebody says Ford, you automatically think cars. Your personal brand should have the same effect on people. When people say wanker, they think George Smith. <laughs> no, but this is the whole thing about personal brands. I do think reducing Ford to simply you automatically think cars, so you your personal brand should have the same effect. Yeah. Not sure that really mm. works. Like like McDonald's as well. Like yeah, yeah they they don't have a multi million pound budget, yeah. marketing budget, and have been around for absolutely almost a hundred years. And do you want to be known for one thing? I don't know. But anyway, this this is what I wanted to have a chat about. This is all, and this is a big fucking thing on LinkedIn, about everybody's got to have personal brand. It's all about personal branding. It's your most important thing. And I had a little bit of a look up at this yesterday. And apparently, personal brand is actually like, I just thought it was a thing. But some guy apparently called Tom Peters, who was a management guru in the 90s, he wrote some article um in the fast company apparently and he wrote uh, about personal brands and he said we are ceos of our companies me inc he said to be in business today our most important jobs is to be the head marketer for the brand called you and apparently over the past like 30 years or so um that's where all this whole shit to do with personal brands has been coming from but i don't know what do you think about it do you do you think about your personal brand no, I probably should. I probably should. Mm. Um, I think I feel too, um, like on on LinkedIn and stuff like that. I probably should be more like okay with sharing stuff and like this, that, and the other. But the amount I see on it, just it's like this echo chamber of people sniffing their own farts, and it, I just don't want to be a part of it. Um, I think you have to market yourself and stuff, like definitely. But I'd probably, if I was to do it, I'd um, I'd just maybe try and like make content. Like, even like this, right? Yeah. Or, like, just, you know, on a TikTok with, like, here's what I'm fucking doing today and this, that, and the other. But rather than it being bullshit quotes and hooks and, like, here's what you're doing wrong and here's what's wrong with your life and you need to be working 24-7, it would just be, like, I don't know, something different. Probably more to do with the, the sort of stuff I do for work anyway. Yeah. So if I'm, you know, 
creating content for people. I'll just sell myself with that. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's just very like I can't. I can't. You have to be on TikTok pretty much all day, right? Mm. And you have to be engaging with other posts and stuff. And uh, I guess it can get you work, but it's just so fucking. I just don't want to. But <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> do you think my take on this is that you know how we like now apparently we're, we're the kind of the age of the influencer in terms of like brand deals and yeah. like posting on Instagram is kind of over because you know people have realized that people will flog any old shit and there's no real interest, yeah. And it's all going down to these like smaller micro creators and like honest reviews and all this kind of shit. I wonder with all this personal brand stuff, there's a reason why we're able to like parody it and make jokes and like everybody's content looks the same and these fucking quote posts where this is what I think. I feel like everybody thinks that a personal brand has to kind of be this thing where yeah. you're like an expert and you have insightful things to say and you've got everything mapped out. So come and follow me. Yeah. And I think it just makes everybody look really wanky. And I wonder mm. if at some point, this whole shit around the personal brand and the CEO and the founder and the fucking leader and all this shit. I wonder if everybody starts to realize it's just a bit wanky, to be honest. And then yeah. what would be good is just be yourself. <laughs> I did think that would happen. Um, but again, I think <laughs> but no. all, it, all it's going to take and all it will take for this to happen is Stephen Bartlett changing to, the, to that. Yeah. As soon as he's like, just becomes, you know, more real and just more honest and open and like, you know, maybe you know, maybe I do have some flaws. Um, then the rest yeah. of LinkedIn will be like, oh, quick, quick, I've oh, got no. flaws. I've got flaws too, guys. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my notepad. And this mm. will be like, I don't know. It's just, um, yeah, it's it's just so, like, it's so bad. I remember back in the day, back in my day, right, when, when LinkedIn was literally like just, I got a promotion at work today. And it was just like, it went to get engagement. It was just like, this guy got a new job. Yeah congrats mm. like from someone who works there and stuff and now it's just fucking like like it's just gone so down this like loophole of bullshit yeah that it's got to come back one day but maybe maybe not um this article that i saw about this though it was talking about how like people are like your kind of most important com uh commodity because uh, like studies have shown and this is you know a big thing in social marketing anyway people trust people they don't trust brands and all this shit but basically it was talking about it was like a advice to ceos or whatever like your employees you know are kind of representing your business and it was talking about your employees posting on their socials about your business yeah but then that's a big topic that um i thought about as well do you think employees should be like company rep representatives on socials should a should a company be able to say what you post on your socials um yeah it's a difficult one isn't it i guess you could kind of put it in the contract I, I think this is kind of an expectation that a lot of businesses have now they're like you know especially for like small agencies and small businesses where they don't really get a lot of engagement they're like well why aren't our employees showing this why aren't they doing this what mm. but they might just might just not want to i think like you know, if if you're working for them, they can kind of just put it in the contract and be like, "This, listen, your job, your job roles are this, 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 this," and then maybe just engage with our posts. I think, yeah, being a brand ambassador maybe is a bit too far, but like, I think you could probably expect them to to engage now and again. I never really did. I didn't really like doing it because a lot of the posts were like just typical, you know, bullshit 
you know, oh, hit, oh, there's this post going around. Oh, there's this uh, ad campaign that's been going on. Like, I'm not going to share something that's already all over LinkedIn, for example. Like, it's just this new ad campaign by or this collab by, you know, Johnson and Johnson and Cadbury's or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I sort of lost myself. <laughs> Well, we've had a lovely time, haven't we, Joe? Um, it's nice to see you back, mate. You're looking, you're glowing from all of your holidays, darling. <laughs> Why, thank you. Um, thank you for listening, for tuning in, for being with us. Uh, it's a real tonic when times are tough and times are hard. Um, we'll be back with more fun, chat, analysis, and uh, hot takes. <laughs> Great takes. Yeah, and ask us any questions. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, DMs in the comments, wherever you see us where you can write something, just ask us some questions, please. <laughs> Is and, anybody there? And don't be... <laughs> I feel like I'm on a spaceship and you know when you you know when you're on a spaceship and you're sending these recordings out and you're yeah. not sure if they're getting back, like on Interstellar. We're in Matt Damon in the marsh, <laughs> aren't we? Uh and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I've been freelance. And I've been fucked. See you next time. Shuffles papers. Finish. Da, Jolly good. Da, da.